Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaki Ryu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of May 26, 2022, or 23. I'm going back in time here. I'm Rose Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Ginky. Oh, Ginkies, indeed. So, yeah, no, it's just us two today. Unfortunately, Gray has been working a lot so he's un- unable to join us this episode but this episode will probably just be me and you anyway talking because of what you've been doing as of late so why don't you tell the listeners what you did though over the last couple of weeks so i was lucky enough to see kyaru piamu piamu live so sh- those of you who don't know sure most of you who follow Caddy know she has been doing a world tour kppp and started off in it did she did new york she did la and the stop i was not expecting was chicago and this was announced actually a couple months back that she would be in chicago as the special guest at anime central and I had already planned to go to Anime Central. I usually go every year. Those of you listen to our podcast get that idea. And I already had my ticket, was already excited. But seeing Caddy Piamo Piamo as the headliner at, at, for the musical guest was extremely exciting, especially given her career in the music industry and how long she's been around. And just... Also, I mean, she does come to the U.S., but she usually mainly goes to L.A. or New York. You don't really see her do Chicago. She did do Chicago early on in her career, and she was at House of Blues. But she hasn't been back since, so this is a nice return. And I was lucky enough to see that live concert. So on Friday which was the day of the tour. And I believe me, I got there early. I wanted good seats, so I got there two hours early for her tour. And I will say, Kyari does not disappoint. And I do want to mention before I get into her concert, is Moe Shop opened for Kyari. And I don't know if, how many people, listeners on here, are familiar with Moe Shop. They do a lot of, rem- he does a lot of remixes. I'm just going to say they at this point, but I I love Moe Shop. I think they do a great job with remixes, and they had also, in previous years at ASEN, been part of the Synergy, which is the big DJ set they usually do. So it's like, just think of a giant rave type of thing. And Moe Shop has gotten very, very big recently, and you can definitely tell as they recently remixed caddy's candy candy track that came out on the 21st of april this year so that was a nice surprise and i feel like a great moe shop was a great opener you know not only did they remix candy candy they opened for caddy piamu piamu who they remixed the song for which i felt was was just perfect and i love that and moe shop brought so much energy they were a great way to start out like to headline caddy because they got the fans hyped i mean everyone was jumping and dancing and 
you could just feel the crowd getting excited. I will say the the only thing that I don't think ASEN realized is for a lot of their concerts, they put down chairs and a lot of people sit down in chairs and watch the concert. Well, Moe Shop is a very high energy DJ. I mean, you can hear it. Like, you just want to jump around and dance when you hear Moe Shop's music. That's exactly what happened. So no one was in their seat. And those seats were more of a hindrance. But it did help from a mosh pit from happening. <laughs> so I guess that's a good thing. But once Moe Shop ended, I honestly wasn't sure what to expect. You could tell they prepped for caddy sets. And I... I, I thought it would be more of a very short set list. I was expecting maybe an hour tops, do the most popular songs, nothing extravagant, more just the typical like convention type of concert. I didn't expect a full concert. And by mean full concert, I mean like a 90 minute concert with the two big screens up so everyone could see it. And with the full movies, too. Most Japanese concerts, for those you don't know, have opening movies, mid-movies when they change costumes, ending movies, movies before the encore, that type of thing. They enroll that in a concert. Well, that happened. So as soon as those big TVs went on, they had an opening movie for Kiari. You could see her dancers come out. You could see the stage. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, is this like an actual full concert? And it, it legit was. And as soon as she walks on stage, I mean, the beats start dropping and Kiari just starts jumping around, just bringing that energy, getting the crowd pumped. And you could tell everyone loved it. There was not anyone sitting in that concert. Minus, minus people who had to sit. But it just watching the crowd reactions and... The energy she brought and Candy Racer was the opening track, the opening song, and absolutely fantastic way to start it off. And of course, Caddy did her really big track. She did Pom Pom Pom, which the track that really got me to got me into her. And I feel like that was the lead track for most people was Pon Pon Pon. And you could see everyone jan- dancing to Pon Pon Pon. Everyone knew the dance moves. Everyone was singing along to it. And, of course, she did Candy Candy. She did, um, I mean, like, you could tell she had a stacked set list. Cherry Bon Bon. I was so excited when she did Chetty Bon Bon. And I love that she interacted with the crowd. And all her songs, she would interact with everyone, get everyone to dance along. She was talking to everyone like, hey, how you doing, Asen? My next track is, you know, and and she's like, do you know this one? And I just loved the energy she brought to the show and brought to everyone. She did Ninja Yadi, Bang Bang. And I mean, I feel like Caddy just has so many memorable tracks that it's very difficult to just choose one and so many people knew her music but I also noticed there's a lot of people who didn't and it was a great way for them to experience her as I felt like watching her live is different than listening to her music via like car or stereo it felt heavier like more EDM 
more dancey, like more club ravish. And I don't know if it's maybe because they did redid a few compositions to make it fit that style. But at the same time, I felt like li- seeing her live was such a memorable experience. And she did the full costume changes, too. I did not expect that. Like, when I said I didn't think it was going to be a full, legit concert, she did her full con- her full outfit changes. And when she first went off stage to do her first outfit change, I thought, oh, wow, that's it. She She's done. And everyone started saying, encore, encore. And then I'm just thinking, okay, she's going to do an encore. So she comes back, completely different outfit. They had the opening movie. They had the movie right in between that. And it pretty much kind of highlighted her career, showed where she started, stuff like that. I, I really enjoyed that aspect that they showed these little opening movies with her. And then when she came out for her second outfit change, I was like, oh, crap, this is the encore. This is awesome. You know, I didn't expect this. You know, I thought she'd maybe do like one or two songs after that. Uh Uh-uh. She did way more songs. She did, I want to say like four to five more songs after that, that second out, the the second outfit change. I'm like, holy cow, this is awesome. She did Fashion Monster, of course. Gotta have that one. And then she she's like, this is my last song, blah, 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 you know, and then she goes off stage again and everyone starts screaming encore, encore again. So she comes back out in another outfit and does her encore tracks. And it was just perfect. Like, I absolutely love that she did that. I mean, it was a concert to remember and the really cool thing is there was a lot of what I didn't know until I went on Twitter later. A lot of the DJs who were at the Synergy doing a rave were actually there too, but hiding in the back and just watching it back there. And I'm just like, oh, dang, that is so awesome. So I I just like loved everything about her and just what she brought. And I also met some really cool people while I was there. And it's one of those things I won't forget because when I was waiting in line and there are two girls I who were sitting in line with me and we were just, just started talking. Um, I don't want to mention names because I don't know if they want their names on here. But one of them, she had purple braided hair and she actually had the Kiati makeup and it looked great. Like she had the purple eye on her forehead, the glittery purple makeup her nails were like she had kiati piano piano with him nails oh my god was she fantastic like perfectly on point she was so nice and we were talking about kiati and at that time i found out kiati was doing vip found out a couple hours before in the dealer's room talking to the the guy selling her merch bought a t-shirt bought a wavy light because you know i gotta wave my light around and i was telling these two girls i met who we became friends afterward. And I was like, hey, she's doing VIP. There's going to be VIP badges available. And it's like a meet and greet thing. And they just look at me they're like, wait, what? You're joking, right? I'm like, no, no. And they're like, that wasn't announced. I'm like, I just found out a couple hours ago, but the guy's going to be selling them in the concert venue. And so as soon as I told them that, they're like, oh, what does he look like? We got to go get him. So I, I told them, like, I pointed out, like, when I walked in there, because I was also planning on getting VIP. 
And I regretted not sitting by them because they were just a blast. But they they did end up getting VIP. And then who I sat by, I met a really cool dude, sat next to me. To, I actually told him about this podcast and we started talking about music and all that stuff. And I want to give a shout out to him. I'm not going to, I don't want to use his name. But it's thanks to him I got a VIP pass to do the meet and greet that ended up happening the next night is he actually like right after right when she came out for her encore and before she ended it it was like the second song before it was over because she's like i'm doing these last songs he actually went over and started waiting in line for the vip booth and by the time i made it over there because i wanted to watch the whole concert the line was ridiculous and i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna get a vip badge they're only limited to a hundred this is a bummer. Well, he saw me and waved me over and he's the reason I got that VIP badge. So I did get one. I got to do the meet and greet. And then I met, I actually met some more cool people. I met, I met the two girls I ended up becoming friends with who were absolutely awesome. We stood in line, talked. So we all got to do the meet and greet with Kiati Piamu Piamu. And it was one of those experiences that went by so quick, but at the same time, I will never forget it. And we got a Polaroid with her. So they took like little Polaroids of you at Caddy. You got a special little gift, which is like a towel that's unique to the venue you went to, which was Chicago. And you got the little VIP neck thing. So it it just felt like it went by fast, but... At the same time, it was really exciting because it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime chances that I feel like doesn't happen often. And I was lucky enough to get to do that. And I met so many cool people because right like after a couple of us congregated outside the room and we're just talking and like after everyone was done doing her meet and greet with Caddy, she actually walked out and we kind of got to like do our little goodbye to her and... So that was that was something that I just loved. And I will say talking to a lot of people who were in line or who went to that concert, there are some who didn't know who Caddy was. And they're just like, yeah, I never experienced her music, but I really loved what I heard. And it just made me happy thinking of the different experiences everyone had. Because there are people who followed Caddy for years who were so excited to see her, who knew every song, every dance move. And you could see them in the concert just, you know, so into it. And then you could see people who are just seeing her for the first time, experiencing her music, her in awe, like, wow, this is amazing. I need to check more of this artist's music out. I love this. So I I feel like events like this or something, it's great to do. And especially if you're already going to the convention, this comes with a ticket. You get to see those concerts, get to experience new artists. And I feel like that's one of the things I love. And I guess I can say this too, is I did go as press. And I was able to sit in on a press interview with Kiati Piamu Piamu. And one of the questions that was asked was was about the live venues what was her favorite venue to do and what and what would she like to do in the future well her answer to that was new york was her favorite venue she recently did and it was actually because of the old buildings 
She loved the look of it where she performed. And what I loved about her answer for where what would what's your dream venue? What would you like to do next? So her answer was she would like to do just more live events, not any specific venue. There's no specific dream venue. Her dream is to do more live events where she can have more people who've never experienced her music be able to experience that way. And that's why she really loved doing Coachella because there were so many people who'd never heard her music who got to experience her. And like at ASEN and talking to a lot of the the congoers who saw her live who weren't familiar with her and ended up getting that experience. So Kiati's answer to that really put a smile on my face too because she wants to reach more people. She wants people to enjoy her music because she loves doing that. And hearing that answer was just like really nice. She wants to do more festivals, more live events, things where she can reach a variety of people all over the world. So for... You know, like LA and New York were more venue based, while ASEN, I feel like, is more event based. They don't really have a venue. It's in the Hyatt, is where they hold the concerts in one of the live events rooms. So it's not like a legit venue, like if you go to LA or New York or if she were to do it at House of Blues. And like Coachella is like that live event. I mean, it's kind of like a venue, but still, I, I think it's great because doing so, like a special event like that like she said you can reach so many more listeners and people will discover her music so i i greatly enjoyed her answer to that it was a very unique one and i feel like we do hear a lot of answers where some people have a certain goal of a venue they want to reach but with her it's just more wanting to reach more people by doing different types of events. And I loved that. So that was a big part of my weekend was Kiati Piamu Piamu. I mean, there were there were a ton of other guests, Kiati, Moe Shop. But one of the other parts of it is I, I everyone knows I love Mflow. Love them. They do, for the most part, go to ASIN quite a bit. And they announced DJ Taku. And y'all know how much I love M-Flow. So, of course, I brought my CDs because I'm like, okay, I Taku, DJ Taku's doing a signing. I know I've met him before. Really want to meet him again. Super cool dude. And I did. I did get to meet him again. I brought my Cosmicolor DVD the live concert to be specific. I brought Beat Space Nine on CD and I brought the Intergalactic Collection on CD as well. So I was, I could have brought more because when I was in line, some of the, uh, I guess, I don't know if they're managers or the hosts or the, the people who were kind of helping out with the event or his signing were, were just like, oh my gosh, he is going to love that. And he will sign whatever you want. You could bring as many items you want. He'll sign them. I'm just sitting there like, man, I should have brought my whole Mflow collection. <laughs> but I I got to meet him again and it was such a good, it's always a good experience meeting DJ Taku because he's very down to earth. And as soon as he saw them, he just was like, oh wow, this takes me back. And then he pointed to Intergalactic Collection and he's like, so I was actually revisiting this last week because I'm working on producing some music for a big group 
And and he specifically said, like, boy group. And what do I think of him? Like, oh, be first. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and we know, you know, working, seeing the Oricon, hearing what we listen to. We talked about be first last week. Yeah, and we know DJ Taku has, he produces so many artist works. And I loved his answer because he's like, no, but you keep up with the industry because you know who they are. And then when he told me who he was producing, it was news. And he's worked with them in the past as well. So I was just like, oh, that's awesome because, like, I, I do enjoy news. So I was very excited to hear that on there, too. But he did remember me from last time because I my real name is very unique. So I feel like most people who see my real name don't forget it. But I, he's one of those artists that I was so excited about meeting. Like, he signed everything, my stars in my eyes. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to talk to him again. Walk out without <laughs> meeting all the other DJs. Kicking myself because Ram Rider was there. Android 52 was there. Tanuki was there. And I'm just like, I could have got all their autographs. What the heck did I do? Why did I walk out? Why did I not say hi to them? Ah, shit. Like, that was my reaction, but I was so hyped that I got to see Taku and talk to him. And he's just such a cool dude. It just, my mind blank, just stars again. I feel like it happens every time. So I'm hoping next year <laughs> won't do that again. I'll just, like, talk to everyone because I feel like a jerk for just getting his signature and leaving and being like, sorry. <laughs> I was just <laughs> way too excited. And I really like Ram Rider. And that's why I'm really mad at myself. For, and I like Tanuki and Android 52 as well. So one of the other things that I don't know how many people who've been to ASUN who listen to this, they do two rave type things. So they do their soap bubble and they do their synergy. I usually don't go to the soap bubble. Just not my thing. Um, I've gone in the past, but I love their synergy. And they get DJs from all over the world. They get DJs from Japan, DJs from, like, they had one from well, France, UK, Ireland. And I I love that they do this because you get that international feel. They're all legit great. And I will say, Ram, like, all their sets were great. DJ Takus was just fire. Tanuki's. Um, Kotoku was there. Kotu, Kotu was one of them. Um but Ram Rider was awesome. And I will say this. Ram Rider brought out a special guest, which no one was expecting. And can you guess who that was? Was it Caddy? Because, I mean, there would be the only person around there unless they it brought out DJ. <laughs> it was Caddy. Caddy came out for Ram Rider. And I was, I was stunned. I honestly didn't expect it. I thought if Caddy would come out, it, I didn't think it... I. I was not expecting her to come out for Ram Rider, but she came out as a special guest for Ram Rider, did one song and walked out. <laughs> but still, coming out on that set, I was just sitting there like my jaw just dropped. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, holy crap. I was kind of hoping I would see Verbal there. I was hoping he'd just show up in DJ Taku's set, but he was nowhere on site. I asked some of the staff members who do the guest relations, and I'm like... And one of them was working the Mflow one and is a huge Mflow fan as well. So when I was talking to them, I said, so by any chance you've seen Verbal walking around? And they're like, no. And I'm like, dang, I know last year Verbal showed up for SG5 
watched them, and then just left. And I was hoping he'd do the same thing this year and just show up because sometimes he does. Fortunately, he didn't do that this year. But I was like, I was kind of had my fingers crossed thinking, oh, my God, if he just shows up on DJ Taku's set, I will just lose it. But I mean, DJ Taku can hold his own and he is just amazing. He is such an amazing DJ. And also he was just walking around a convention talking to people, too. And that's one of the other reasons I love him. He's like a very down to earth person and just really enjoys engaging with everyone. And... I love that. I, I like, I would love to see Caddy do that, but at the same time, her high profile, you could tell, like, she, she you know, with her high profile, it would be really hard to engage with people because I feel like it would just be a mob. Someone would see her and it would just be a mob because I noticed that as they did have a giant Q&A as well on Saturday for Caddy Pamukamu, general public, all moderated, and... Whenever she kind of came out to look to see who was out there, everyone just saw her and just started taking photos and, you know, getting all excited. And the Q&A, they had no photos, no videos. You couldn't do any of that. They were very specific. And I totally get it, you know, to respect the artist and their wishes. But I feel like she's one of those, like, man, I know she would love, she looks like the type of person who'd love to go incognito and really interact with people. But, the you know, being that high profile, it's so difficult to do that especially I feel like her unique fashion style really draws attention to her and I I love that she represents Harajuku fashion I love what she you know the just how iconic she looks when you hear her music you know it's catty when you see her style you know it's catty and and I know she loves that Harajuku style I mean she brings that kawaii style and does such a great job with that representation so I'm just glad that she got to do a couple things in Chicago. She didn't get to do a lot, but she did get to go to the Fashion Mall outlet and got some really cute little glittery sparkles from under her eyes, which were adorable. And she said there was more things she'd like to do, but just due to how busy the traffic is, and she stated in an interview she had a bad experience with some traffic in the past and getting stuck in it, so she didn't get a chance to do the museums or the aquarium, but that's something she said she would love to do on her next visit to Chicago. And I'm sure she would love the architecture because she mentioned she loves architecture and she loves the buildings and how Chicago looks and just how unique it is. And like downtown, I totally agree with her, has some so many unique buildings in Chicago. And it's such a neat experience to look at. For those who haven't been, I recommend it. I'm not from Chicago, but I absolutely love the city. And it's just such a neat place to go and visit. And I know you could tell Kiati really enjoyed her time there. And she did eat Chicago pizza. Of course, when you're in Chicago, you got to have their deep dish. So she was just a, she was a very fun person and very cute. And I'm just glad I got to meet her and experience that. Although, Ken, I do wish if you were with me because I soloed this whole thing. I had my sister and her friends in tow, but they didn't go, they like, they were off on their own and all the events and stuff. I pretty much soloed this whole thing. I literally am like, this is my plan. See y'all later. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> and 
but it would be fun to experience this with you, Ken, and also hear your reactions on this. Because are you a... I never really asked you this. How big of a Caddy Pamu Pamu fan are you? I mean, I respect her as an artist, but I I was a more general fan of Caddy more so. And I think even being a general fan, I think you'd probably still, I think you'd still find a ton of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, no, overall, I think you had a, it sounded like you had a blast of a time here. And I am kind of jealous because I would have loved to have joined you, even if, if overall I wouldn't have been uh, as useful, <laughs> so to speak. I, I think you still would have had a fun. I probably would have just dragged you around everywhere and be like, okay, we're waiting in line for this. Okay, we're waiting in line for Caddy again. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> so I will say, um, hopefully you can join next year. Cause, and those of you listening, if you haven't been to Anime Central and you're from the Midwest, I do recommend it. It is a huge convention. I feel like even if you're not super into anime... There were so many people on Friday night who just went for Kyari Piamu Piamu. And I noticed there's a lot of people who just go for the dances because their dances are a ton of fun. I mean, legit rave. Awesome time. And there's always stuff to do. They have a cool gaming room. They had Pachinko Parlor this time. I I also was lucky enough to meet Tanaka Rie. And that's the other reason I had went, because they announced her last year. And I don't know how many people know this, but since I got something music signed, I'm mentioning this. So Tanaka Rie does the voice of Lacus Klein. She's from Chobits. She's Lisa from Genshin Impact. She's done a smorgasbord of voices. I cannot even begin to like scratch the surface of everything she's done. Those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Gundam Seed, Seed Destiny fan. Not Seed Destiny as much, but Seed. I love Lacus Klein, my favorite female character of all time. So I love Tanaka Die's voice. And I actually brought all my, I brought some of my studio albums for her to sign. I brought them all, but they technically only said one item to sign and a photo. So I got two items signed because I snuck them in and I had my Club Die Die one, which was more like a drama CD with unfinished songs. So she had like songs she did, like skits she did with uh, Hodie Yui, and she had some songs she started doing on there. And I also had her Chara de Die album, which was a full vocal album, mini album, and it had Let Me Be With You from Chobits, the Chi version. And it had Mizuno Akashi and Shizukana Yoruni from Gundam Seed, which were the vocal tracks. So I got her to sign a postcard because the Chai de Rie one, the booklet, looks like postcards. So the lyrics are on, like, the postcard. And Shizukana Yoruni is probably my favorite song by Tanaka Rie, and it's up there for, like, one of my favorite ballads in general. I know every lyric to that. I had her sign that. So I got both those signed, and when she saw them, I was the only person who brought vocal CDs. Everyone else brought anime posters. They're talking Lacus doll because I almost brought that and I didn't. Glad I didn't. But, or Genshin Impact. Tons of people went for her because of Genshin. So I was just really glad to 
bring those CDs and something unique. Because when she saw them, she just looked at me and looked at them and looked at her friend who was cosplaying with her. They both were Genshin characters. And she's like, oh, Nasuka, she... And she was just, she just looked, she's just like, wow. She was shocked at what I brought. And I'm just like, I told her how much I absolutely loved her voice work, like her music. And I just thought she was a good vocalist. And she mentioned in one of her panels, she did later, that she'd actually like to get back into singing and doing something more vocal heavy. And that made me happy because she hasn't had an album since 2009. And that was Kokoro. So... If she does something vocal, you know I'm going to be covering that because I freaking love her. But that was one of the other experiences I had this weekend. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, she say you, she's not music. Technically, she did music for a while. And she has original albums. And I do recommend checking them out. Like 24 Wishes is great. But meeting her was also just a great experience. And I will say I was one of the lucky ones because there was only two autograph slots, 60 people each. And there was, it was extremely, you were lucky if you got one, pretty much. You had to guidebook app that they have, you had to click on it. Me and my sister clicked at the same time. I got it, she didn't. So... It went really quickly, and I was lucky enough that I got to meet her and experience that. And then on top of that, I got to meet Kiati, which was unexpected. I was not expecting to meet Kiati Pamu Pamu. And that really just, when I found out they were doing the VIP meet and greet, that just was the icing on the cake. So I, all in all, it was a, it was an adventure. It was an adventurous weekend, a very long weekend of no sleep, little sleep, little food, because I'm that person. If anyone ever goes with me or if you ever want to meet up at ASEN, I literally go off no food, no sleep, and I'm go, 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 go. <laughs> and I keep little snacks in my bag. So, but Ken, you need to tag along with me. Seriously, I will drive you. I will be the chauffeur and take you around some cool places in Chicago because they all, they have, they, I went to two Japanese markets, which made me happy because I don't have those in my town. And they also had a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. And that made my heart smile because it really made me miss Japan. I mean, overall, like, I would love to go to Chicago anyway because of the fact that, you know, I've never been to Chicago, so I would love to see the the deep dish pizza and all that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, I I will get you hooked and I feel like it I feel like it's every person's right of passage, passage to do deep dish. And I do like that Asen always asks their guests that question like they ask Caddy did you have the pizza and it's like, "Yep, mochidon." You know, of course. <laughs> so Yeah, it it's one of those unique experiences and if, if any of you have not listened to Kiati Piamu Piamu's music, I highly recommend it. She or like Her music makes me really happy. And if you can see her live, definitely do that. I, rec- I, I want to say I recommend that. And one other thing I wanted to mention in an interview with Kiati, because it relates to her tour, and I will get more into this and I have an article I'm working on. So she did mention that. So her world tour is titled KPPP, three Ps. So, and what she 
wanted to say because it you know you're like why three p's because it's catty piamu piamu not catty piamu 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 type of thing so she said the third p is like leveling up so since she's 30 now that third p is she went to the next level so this is level three and as she goes she really does progress her music and you can see that throughout her career from level one to level two now she's at level three so we're going to cons- we're going to continue to see that progression and evolution of her music and her style and i like that she did that with her tour because it really shows that she's evolving as she goes and she her and her music are evolving together and she's evolving with her fans so I like that she did that KPPP type of thing with the tour. So, and she is headed next to Europe. So if there are any European listeners, she was going to London. Check her out. Look up some concert dates. If you can see her live, I highly recommend it. It is worth it. Oh yeah, no, I would, I would think it. It sounds like you, you had a lot of fun, and I, like I said, as much as I'm not a a huge fan of her, it sounds like a once in a lifetime event to go and see her. Obviously, do pom 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 in front of everyone. <laughs> did the galaxy explode from her ass? In my eyes, it did. <laughs> I I mean you you ever see me want to cry when I meet someone there I ve- very rarely cry I actually was in tears when I met Tanaka Da like I was in legit tears trying not to like like full out ball and then when Caddy po- performed pon 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 I was in tears I was I did have my phone because I did record part of it they did let you record the concert so I recorded certain bits but when she did pom 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 I recorded part of it but I was like trying to hold back tears because I that's legit one of my favorite songs by her and really a gateway into her music for me so I that one meant a lot seeing it live and she did not disappoint on that and just the crowd being into it and I also I've had candy candy stuck in my head all weekend since I heard that live I legit can't get it out and the Moe Shop <laughs> remix highly recommend the Moe Shop remix so freaking good but yes it even if you're not a fan you would still enjoy it and it's one of those like you said Ken a lifetime like once in a lifetime experience and if you're going to do that get VIP it's a little pricey not gonna say how much I paid but just to be able to meet her and get up close with her like that, I feel is something that doesn't happen often, especially given how iconic she is and just how big her music has gotten, you know, and how much she's really evolved as an artist. Having that is very rare with an artist of her caliber now. Oh, yeah, no, I bet. Like, once again, like, since. Well, we 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 do really need to have a talk about with about Caddy, especially with Gray, because even Gray knows who Caddy is. Granted, he might not like it or her music, but you know he knows of Caddy and he knows the major shift in the Japanese music industry that Caddy did introduce with her and her unique style and flair and her unique sound for that matter as well. Yes. Yeah, I agree because, and that was mentioned in the interview, she really brought something new to the industry because she did that Harajuku fashion and she did that Harajuku fashion style, brought it into the music and really transformed her fashion style in with that music, making it very like memorable across the board. 
And you could tell, like, she loves fashion. That is really, like, she's passionate about music, but fashion is her passion. And she loves that Harajuku style. And it really helped, it brought her music to life. And you can see that. And I feel like that's one of the, the big things. Like, she's one of those artists you won't forget. And even my husband who doesn't listen to a lot of Japanese music he really likes Caddy and he loves Pon 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 and he even bought me the vinyl he bought me the vinyl and decorated it in rainbows and everything very Caddy style and I wish if I could have got it signed they weren't doing autographs but I like just seeing that like if I would have brought that to her she would probably been like whoa this is very me because of what he did with the frame and design and I will post that on the Instagram soon I've been meaning to so stay tuned there will be some Instagram posts coming up but yeah I I think that would be a great talk for us all to have because Kiati has she is a big shift in the industry like seeing what she did and the mark she's made would be a great discussion even if you if you like her music or you don't she is someone that stands out and has really paved a way oh yeah most definitely especially for the more pop style of music that you know j-pop is being known for she she did pave a way for especially her generation yes yeah, I agree. And I will say talking to a lot of people in line, they were also fans of Capsule Perfume, of course. And, well, you, uh, most of you should know this if you don't, but Yasu, Yasutaka Nakata does composes the music and he also does perfume and he was in Capsule, of course. So I, I, it wasn't a big surprise there. But what was interesting, what I found talking to other fans, is they asked me, like, who do you think would be fun to collaborate with Caddy? And and they said, I would like to see Perfume and Caddy collaborate. And I'm like, that would actually be a very neat collaboration. That would be kind of cool. I don't know how they do it, but I could envision it. And we had this whole discussion on Saturday night about this. And then I mentioned, what about Tommy February 6th? And what shocked me, yes, I went there because Tomoko Kawase, aka she's known for different personas, those of you don't know, she was in the Brilliant Green. She's also known as Tommy February 6th, Tommy Heavenly 6th. Heavenly is the rock persona, February is the pop persona. So once I mentioned that, the two girls I was talking to, the one she knew who February was, and she looks at me, she like, and her face got so like bright about it. She's like, oh. And then, of course, she, like, went, we went on YouTube and started watching February 6th. And I'm just like, you know, Tommy February 6th and Kiati would be very interesting because of that. February had that cute pop style, that synth 80s pop. And Kiati brings that Harajuku, you know, that cutesy pop as well. I'm like, you know, I, they're different pop, but at the same time... You think about it, their style would mesh so well together. And we had this whole discussion, but it was nice, you know, talking, you know, talking about like Caddy's music and the impact it's had on people and then them discovering other gateways to music. And also ones that I was shocked that someone knew who February 6th was. And what were we doing? We were singing, waiting at the, uh, waiting at the bus stop. 
So, and then lonely and gorgeous. And, you know, so yeah, we went down a whole, whole, whole path that night. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things, like, you know, Caddy really has shown so many people the way in looking at how a lot of people perceive some of the Japanese music here, especially like perfume. Caddy has had a huge impact. And I will say this. So I found out my neighbor really likes perfume and loves capsule. And then I found out they also like Caddy Pamu Pamu. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> funny because they really do go hand in hand. But I do love that, you know, she really brings something that people who don't normally listen to Japanese music know who she is. So that really shows the impact that she's had in the industry. And also someone I work with, her son likes Caddy Piamu Piamu. It's on, uh, she's on the playlist. So yeah, it's, it's crazy, like, seeing how many fans she's really garnished all over. So I will say you can expect something special from me written up. So we did do this podcast to talk about Anime Central, Caddy Pyamu Pyamu, DJ Taku, just everything that went on. But I'm also doing a write-up on the concert and specifically for Caddy. I could do other stuff too, but I'm doing it specifically for Caddy and I'm going to talk about that. The experience of the concert and just the high energy and even bits and pieces from the press interview I got to sit in on as I would I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on this. If you did go to Anime Central, please feel free to reach out. I would honestly love to talk to you about it, get some of your opinions. What did you think? What did you think of the concert? What did you think of Kyati? Did you like her? Was it your first time listening to her? Those type of things. I would just love to hear from it, anyone on that. And feel free to reach out on anything else, too. Or if you're planning on going next year, let me know. I'd be happy to meet up. I love making new friends. It's, like, one of my favorite things to do when I go to conventions is I just like talking to people. So expect a article from me soon. And you might also see one on something else because on Saturday, I'm supposed to see Bandmate as well. So there might <laughs> be more to come with that too. If all goes as planned, I'm seeing Bandmate on Saturday. Yes. But yeah. I mean, this episode was pretty much to talk about the whole caddy experience here. And I'm, I'm glad that you were able to go and to share about this. And hopefully next year I'll be able to go as well. Because it sounds like you had a whole lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it was a blast. And it'd be even better if you came next year. But yeah, be look on the lookout for the lovely event write-up for Anime Central. Asen? Yes. Asen, right? Yes. Anime Central. I'm not sure what the title will be, but it'll be in regards to Anime Central and Caddy Piamu Piamu. Yes. Be on the lookout for that on our website at ongakadia.com and it'll be on the Twitters as well at ongakadia. You can follow us there and on Instagram as well at ongakadia. You can follow our affiliates, Cory Hunter, who is a wonderful retro streamer. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate, Timber Taff, who is a, another variety streamer as well. 
You can check them out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your lovely sister, Luna Rose. So you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate author, Fangirl Has No Name. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl Have No Name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast for me, Fangirl. Timber and Lou talk about the gaming news. Top Power Source, we'll probably be talking about the whole lovely mess that was the Sony State of Play and such as that. And also the new Legend of Zelda game as well. But yeah, you can look it up by looking up Crow Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. But you can follow me on Twitter at OTYKim1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Anaiba, Roboco, Herobo, and all the wonderful things for Joshi Pro Wrestling as well. Where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on several of the social medias, such as Letterboxd, Serialized, Storyograph. Anime Planet, Kitsu, My Anime List, Twitter as LunaMaria87, or you can check me out on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. I post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, events I've gone to, yummy food, and photos of my cats. Well, yeah. I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungakadu. I'm Nerskin saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it and would love to hear from you. Have a great week. Johnny.